Hello, my lovely peaches. It's your host, Rach. Welcome to your midweek mindfulness motivation, because it doesn't have to be a Monday to start bettering ourselves. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Right Now with Rach podcast, where we keep it real and talk about all things self-improvement. I am so, so happy you are here, and I am so proud of you for clicking on this podcast, because I know it means that you are taking steps forward in your journey of personal growth. So welcome, you beautiful soul. Hi, my beautiful souls. If you're new here, then welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so freaking happy to have you. And you joined at quite the episode. Because this is not going to be an easy one today, Peach. So get your cocktail, get your mocktail, not if you're driving, and drop in. When I was making notes and thinking about our previous episode, Toxic Energy Part 1, Thinking about toxic energy and how to deal with those people in our lives, I realized we all also have to look in the mirror and recognize what level of toxic energy we may bring to the table. You might not necessarily be a toxic person, but I can almost guarantee you that you have a toxic tendency or multiple tendencies that you might not even know about. Okay, and today... If there is any day, Peaches, today is the day I need you to keep your most open mind and be the most permeable to the truth. Because, in my opinion, the majority of us have at least one form of toxic trait, including me. Dude, I am fully in this with you, so I am not perfect. Um, So I just, I would love for you to be the most honest with yourself as possible and acknowledge what role you play in this conversation, okay? And the foundation of this conversation is the golden rule. That's what I want you to be thinking about kind of the whole time. That should be your driving force to want to acknowledge your toxic behaviors and work on them. Like ask yourself, what does this feel like when it's done to me? Would I want what I'm doing to come back on me from someone else? yes or no. There are many examples of what toxic energy looks like and a lot of us likely don't even realize we're doing them. I know that most of us don't set out to be toxic and that's the kicker. Toxic people don't know they're toxic. That's generally what makes it so difficult to communicate with these people because they don't know that's their behavior. They're a lot of times incapable of seeing that their behavior is toxic and Like I said, you have toxic traits too, but don't feel bad. Let's just work to gain the realization and better ourselves. No need to be sad about it. Like I always say, you're human and you're here, which means you're not a bad person. So we're good. (laughs) As long as you can admit the truth to yourself, no matter how shitty it feels in the moment, to realize that you exhibit habits that you don't like in others, then you've taken the biggest step to changing what you want to change. Okay, first I want you to consider someone or think about someone or multiple people, fuck, I'm so sorry, in your life that you consider to be a toxic person. Okay, we did this last week, but it's been a week and even if you missed it, we'll do it again. Okay, so think about what makes that person toxic. What is it that they do or say that makes you consider them when I ask that question? Okay, so there are a lot of traits in other people that we consider to be negative or harmful. I've talked about them before, but 
I'm going to list them again and then we're going to go more in depth this week. Okay, so toxic traits can be never apologizing and always blaming someone or something else. Never admitting any wrongdoing. Sorry, I just sucked my teeth. Ew, I hate that noise. <laughs> never admitting any wrongdoing. Manipulation, big one. Having a different face or personality around different people. Making you prove yourself to someone by them putting you in weird positions where you have to choose them over something else. Um, not being genuinely happy or supportive when things are going well, but that person is always there when you're down or you have issues or drama in your life. Being judgmental. Constantly bringing up past mistakes over and over again, even when it seems irrelevant to the conversation. Making someone feel like they always have to defend themselves instead of actually talking about the issue at hand. Uh, another one, exaggerating anything to make an argument someone can't win. Acting superior to others. Constantly playing the victim. And narcissism or self-centeredness. Yeah, there's quite a few and there's more out there, but I would say these are the main ones that the majority of us would consider to be toxic behavior. And if you have someone in your life that does these things, you're like, mm, yeah, you're thinking about that person when I bring that up. Um, but we're not talking about them today. We talked about them last week and how to deal with them. Sorry if you heard that truck honking. Rude. <laughs> uh, so now this is where we're going to hold up the mirror, okay? So please be kind to yourself as we dive into this. Be forgiving, gracious, and compassionate because just know that if it makes you feel like crap, then you're not a bad person. <laughs> bad people don't feel bad about the bad shit that they do. So it's okay. Just answer these questions and think about these conversations that we're having honestly. And as long as you promise to take steps to undo these toxic habits, then you most definitely cannot be considered a toxic human being. I love you. Let's go. Oh, actually, also, I'm not telling you that you have to change. Like, you absolutely don't. I cannot determine that. I'm not the high almighty. But you're here because you want a self-improvement, helpful mindset podcast so if any of these scenarios ring a bell to you, then I do want you to consider making a shift. You know, that's that's why we're all here. We all want to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. So I'll leave that in your court. So number one, think about a time when there has been a conflict with someone and that other person pointed out where they felt like you did something not ideal or said something you shouldn't have or made a mistake. Okay, did you automatically get defensive and argue against the fact that you did that? Like said, well, no, there was like this thing that happened. So like I just had to do this or it wasn't like that at all. And this person said or did this. So like that's why I did that. Like do you deflect the attention onto something or someone else when someone brings up something that you did? Is there a reason you're blaming as a cause for your behavior? Yeah, most of us justify our actions like that was the only thing you could have done in that situation. But really, there's more than one way to deal with something. And I've 100% been guilty of this. Last week, when we talked about my toxic roommate from university, 
and how she had the Instagram password for one of our friends. And she went on and was reading her messages and stuff. Like, she made me swear not to tell that friend that she was doing that. And I didn't until shit hit the fan. And that roommate was like, I knew she was going to be out of my life forever. And I justified the fact that I didn't tell her by reasoning that this roommate was terrifying and got so intensely mad about everything and I just didn't want to piss her off. I was scared of her. I made a promise to her, you know, I didn't want to break that. Like when in reality, I 1000 million percent should have told my friend the second I found out about it because I would want to know instantly and I would be upset if my friend didn't tell me that information. But I couldn't admit it at first and I didn't want to be in the wrong because I didn't want her to be mad at me or upset with me. But honestly, it ruined our friendship. And to this day, if I could go back and do it over, I would tell her right away and not fear the repercussions if it got back to that toxic roommate. So I'm not innocent when it comes to portraying toxic traits, but I sure to hell have learned valuable lessons from my mistakes. Can you admit when you made a mistake, Peach? Or do you hold strong and run stubborn with your thought or action no matter what, no matter if you kind of do think you're wrong, but like you're like, no, I have to stand my ground. Can you say physically I was wrong for real? Everyone, everyone thinks that they can admit when they do wrong, but do you actually? If I were to say to you right now, Peach, you came over when you had a cough and you got me sick and like, it was just really annoying because like, I can't afford to be sick right now. Would you say, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. I was trying to pretend that I wasn't sick. Like, I just didn't want to admit that. Or, mm -hmm, or would you say, no, you couldn't have got that from me. Like, I didn't even really have a cold. Just a little tickle in my throat or whatever. Mm -hmm. Be honest. If you're saying yes to any of this, if you're not saying yes to any of this, then amazing. You don't exhibit the specific toxic traits. But if you are saying yes, then that's okay. I still love you. But now you're aware. And now, may I suggest working on being less defensive and remind yourself that it's okay to be wrong and fuck up, make mistakes, do something maybe you shouldn't have. Like, it sucks to have that come back on you, and it doesn't feel good when you're wrong, but you're only human. And, and that's not a justification to use as an excuse for your mistakes, but it just means you're not meant to be perfect. Every single person makes mistakes, including me, including you, including your best friend. And I used to get real defensive about everything, and I didn't feel, I didn't like the feeling of being wrong, but now... I own that shit most of the time. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, yeah, I did do that. I'm sorry. Apologizing is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength and self-awareness. The people in your life will love you so much more for being able to have constructive conversations about mistakes or things that they don't like. And they feel like they're being heard and that you care enough to admit it and change it for next time. Like, don't fight them all the time. Please. Okay, number two, I'm not going to go through like all freaking 10 or 12 traits I listed above, but 
I am going to give you the building blocks of asking yourself hard questions about a lot of them, especially the hard ones, so that you can do some inner work on your own too. So number two, manipulation. This is a hard one because usually when people manipulate situations, they truly believe the narrative they are living. But let's give it a go, okay? Do you intentionally leave out information so the person you're talking to gets a different impression about something than what the full story might give off? Do you maybe exaggerate little things or poke at someone's triggers to get them worked up about another person maybe? Do you go on social media and like specific posts from someone so that they'll think about you or ask you about it or ask someone else about it? Do you maybe set up a situation so someone would talk to you, put yourself in a their line of view or do a little digging on social media like I said so they will talk to you? Those are some forms of manipulation because you're not letting the natural course of things take place and you're forcing conversations that might not have happened otherwise and you know, your relationships with people are kind of built off of false advertising. Or maybe their relationship with another person is skewed because of the information that you're feeding them. Maybe you're telling one of your friends only your side of the story and not even just the full side of your story, but only the bad parts about the other person. And Maybe you're not telling them the good or you're leaving out any role that you played in the negativity. So your friend only has certain information, which leads them to a conclusion about somebody that favored your opinion. Mm-hmm. Like we all do this to an extent when we vent, of course, but when it's constant and you're only giving off a certain narrative, that's a form of manipulation. Now, there are many others, but I'm hoping you can understand kind of what it means Um, and the definition of manipulation. it, It means the exercise of harmful influence over others, you know, wanting to create an imbalance of power or attacking someone's mental or emotional side to get what you want. If this is something that's resonating with you, like, damn, I might actually manipulate things without even realizing it. Then I suggest next time, try to think of the full picture of something. You know, if you're telling a story, either tell the whole story or don't tell it at all. Or when it comes to wanting to do others to do something, like text you, be direct. Don't go all passive-aggressive, you know, sliding into their social media notifications or subtweeting oh my god I used to be horrible for that when I was younger ew (laughs) like if you have something to say to someone just say that to them don't be sly about it okay number three this is also a tough one because it involves a lot of complicated emotions I need you to ask yourself why you don't fully support your friends How come you don't make the effort to take an interest in the good things that they're doing? Why don't you want them to succeed? Because deep down you don't. Is it because of jealousy maybe? Maybe you feel 
kind of envious of the position that they're in or they have things that like you don't have yet in life. Maybe they get more likes on their social media posts than you and it kind of makes you feel annoyed for some reason. You can't put your finger on it. You know you shouldn't be and you would never admit it, but it's true. Maybe you don't hit the like button on their more popular posts and support that. Maybe you're there for them when shit's going wrong, aren't you? You want them to talk to you when they're upset about something, when they have drama, when something terrible has happened. Maybe you even get upset when they don't tell you those things. Does, does any of this sound familiar? Have you felt instantly defensive to yourself when I was saying that stuff? You probably do have those exact emotions. You just don't want to admit. You secretly don't want your friend to do well. I need you to figure out why. Dive deep. Ask yourself truly, honestly, why is it that deep down I feel a little bit of joy when my friend fails at something or is in a fight with like another one of our friends or is fighting with their partner? Is it because it's those times that they give you the most attention? Is it because it feels good to like be needed in times of turmoil? And when things are going well, you feel like they don't need you as much? I know. I told you this was a tough one, but it's extremely important. I believe there's room for everyone to succeed. We can all do our best and be our best and still uplift each other genuinely and feel happy for one another. But in order to do that, you need to dive into yourself first to figure out why that's difficult for you. And that's what you need to work on. You know, if it's because you don't feel like you have much going for you, then do something about that. Find your thing, make goals for yourself, strive for them. It will give you something in your life to feel good about. Then you'll be able to understand what it's like to have support and, and give it. Otherwise, Peach, that's a toxic mindset to be in for yourself. And it's a toxic behavior to be around for others. Even if you don't say it out loud, trust me, the other person can feel it. They know when you don't really want to see them do well in something, they can tell. I have a friend or two like this and it sucks when you're doing really well or when you're like really passionate about something and trying to get it off the ground and they have zero interest in it whatsoever or they maybe like talk a little bit of smack about it behind your back. Like my podcast showed me that in some of my friends. I don't know what it is, but it sucks. It hurts. So don't be that person. Okay. All right. Moving on to number four, are you judgmental and do you act like you're superior to others? Oof. <laughs> all right. We are all judgmental to one extent or another. We can't always help it. But number one, do you keep your judgments to yourself? Because in my opinion, you should. You know, we're all different and we all have different values, opinions, backgrounds, ways of living, morals, etc. So what seems right to one person may not be right to another. And that's 100% okay. What's not okay is being outright judgmental about everything you disagree with, acting like you're better than them because you don't like something or you do something a different way and making others feel like shit about it. 
no, it's okay for you to disagree. Just like I said, we all think and act differently, but do so respectfully. Okay. Respectively, respectfully, <laughs> constantly judging everyone is toxic. It makes people around you feel like they can't be themselves. And that's not fair. You want to be able to be yourself around others and not feel like, you know, when you say something, you're being judged or if you're being silly, then people are like making a face like at you, you know, you can work on it by reminding yourself what it feels like to be judged, right? It's that golden rule we mentioned in the beginning, do unto others as you would want done unto you. Kind of the same concept as karma, you know, you must put out the energy that you want to receive. So if you want people to be judging you and acting like they're better than you, then by all means, continue that judgment of others. But if you don't, work on reining that in. Think about what impacts your judgment, what impacts your judgment will have on others and your relationships to them. Ask yourself, you know, how much do you really know about the person that you're passing judgment on or the situation that you're making face about? Maybe what you see isn't what meets the eye. Isn't that the saying? Is that the saying? What you see isn't what meets the eye? You know what I mean. <laughs> Kick the judgment curse, Peach. It's not cute. All right, last one. Number five. Are you always the victim? This is one I'm trying not to portray judgment. For me personally, this is one of the most annoying toxic traits for me. I know I've been guilty of this in some instances in the past, and I probably still do it once in a while. But damn, I have been around people that do this all the time. And for me, it's suffocating and it's incredibly toxic. Why? Well, <laughs> it's impossible to have productive conversations with someone who constantly flips the script on you. Maybe this is you, Peach. Think about one very simple question. When somebody gives you a hard time about something, point something out that you did that upsets them, or shared their feelings about a situation, do you listen and acknowledge their point of view and have a calm conversation about it? Or do you instantly kind of like throw your hands up in the air and give your sob story and try to gain sympathy saying things like, oh, I guess I'm just a shitty person then, huh? Everyone hates me. It's always my fault. I'm over here crying now. Thanks a lot. Like all of a sudden, instead of owning your role and how you made the other person feel, it's now all about you and how you're the victim. Like, we always talk about emotions being valid. And when someone brings something up to you and you get upset about it, that's valid. You're allowed to feel that way. But what you're not allowed to do is dismiss the other person's feelings and put yours above theirs. And that's what playing the victim does. You know, you would be fed up if someone you know, did the same to you. you, you shared your emotion or your point of view with them and they just brushed past and said, oh, you know what? Of course, of course I'm the problem. I'm a bad person. I'm sorry. I just suck. Okay. That's frustrating. You know, 
Their emotion is valid and so is yours, but yours is not superior to theirs and theirs is not superior to yours. So it's important to be able to both take that in and have a productive conversation about it. You know, we talked more about that on our episode of Perspectives and if that's something that is resonating with you and you want to dive into, I suggest, yeah, go back and listen to that and join the conversation if you're not sure how to get out of it, you know? Peaches, we all have toxic traits to an extent. Nobody's perfect. We all have flaws, but if you're finding that your relationships are suffering or people are putting boundaries up with you or not telling you when good or bad things are happening in your life or you're just noticing a shift in general, maybe it's time to consider whether or not you are the toxic one. But don't forget, the fact that you're even here solidify, solidifies oh, English is so hard sometimes. Solidifies the fact that you're not a bad person. There are so many reasons for why we are the way we are, okay? Past traumas, different experiences. So it's not necessarily your fault that you didn't know. Like it's hard to it's hard to see introspectively sometimes without someone like holding up a mirror or pointing it out or giving you the tools to have those conversations. But now you are responsible for making the changes to yourself that you want to see in others. Toxicity holds us all down, whether in ourselves or in relationships or friendships that we feel stuck in. The sooner we learn to deal with it in both ways, the sooner we can be happier, healthier, and live a more positive, empowering life. You don't have to stay stuck. You can implement changes for the better. So that's all I have for you today. I know that was probably a tough episode to get through. And if you've made it to the end and you're hearing me talk right now, I am so freaking proud of you. I love you so much. I love that you're on this self-awareness, self-improvement journey Oh, I will always support you. 100% I am here for you. If you want to interact with me, if you have comments about this podcast, if you have more insight that I didn't share or I don't have, please interact with me. Follow me on Instagram at rach.leonhart. That's R-A-C-H dot L-E-O-N-H-A-R-D-T. Now, I will leave you the way I always do in reminding you that your direction is more important than your speed. A step forward, even if it's just one, is a step in the right direction and progress you should be proud of. You are beautiful, you are smart, and you can do anything. Talk soon, peaches. Mwah.